0: You're listening to SBS News. With no clear end in sight after over a 100 days of conflict in Gaza, world leaders have publicly disagreed over the future of governance in the occupied Palestinian territories. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has faced criticism from the international community, including from closest ally the US, over his rejection of the possibility of the often-cited two-state solution. Last week, Mr. Netanyahu spoke to Washington directly when he said he objected to any Palestinian statehood that did not guarantee Israel's security.
1: In any future arrangement, settlement or no settlement, Israel needs security control over all territory west of the Jordan. This is a necessary condition and it collides with the idea of sovereignty. What can you do? I tell this truth to our American friends and I also stop the attempt to impose a reality on us that would harm Israel's security. The Prime Minister needs to be capable of saying no to our friends, saying no when necessary, and saying yes when possible.
0: The idea of a two-state solution is inextricably linked to the history of the conflict in the Middle East. It came about in 1947, when the British rulers of then-Palestine, following a post-World War I mandate, sought to hand over control to the newly formed United Nations. Ian Parmiter, research scholar and Middle East expert at ANU's Center of Arab and Islamic Studies in Canberra, explains
2: in 1947 the united nations general assembly passed a resolution which uh, created two states in in the middle east it would, uh, it would have been a, a a jewish state and uh, an arab state uh, the, the the jewish representatives accepted the uh, the state that they were offered but the arab representatives the palestinian representatives didn't because they said it was unfair
0: Encouraged by their regional Middle Eastern allies, the Palestinians rejected the plans, which would have seen them keep land in Gaza, the West Bank, and Jerusalem, and in the north of the country, but cede control of large areas of land which until then had been part of a Palestinian state. That provoked Israel to wage its 1948 War of Independence, which saw the formation of the Israeli state, as well as the mass exodus of Palestinian refugees into Gaza, the West Bank, and the wider region. In the 1967 war, Israel briefly took total control of Gaza and the West Bank and began encouraging Israeli settlements against Article 39 of the 4th Geneva Convention in those regions. Settlements in Gaza have since been dismantled, but have continued in the West Bank. Mr. Palmer says this stands in the way of a resolution, along with the unpopularity of the two-state solution in Israel, which is now the state recognised by most nations.
2: The West Bank and Gaza would be the two areas where uh, a Palestinian state would be formed. But to do that, you would have, have to remove the settlers from the West Bank, and it would be impossible for any government, any Israeli government at this stage, to remove those uh, those settlers from, from, from that area.
0: He says this is likely why Mr Netanyahu, one of the solution's loudest long-standing opponents, has doubled down on his position in the face of plummeting approval ratings Following the start of the conflict, US President Joe Biden is also beholden to strong domestic support for total Israeli sovereignty in the region, including among a significant evangelical Christian voter base. But he has defended his continued support for a Palestinian state to reporters following his first telephone call with Mr. Netanyahu in a month after the leaders appeared to clash over it.
2: Two state solutions. There's a number of countries that are members of the UN that are still don't have their own militaries. A number of states that have limitations And so I think there's ways in which this could work. But Bibi has said he's opposed to any two two state no. solutions.
0: But Mr Netanyahu has poured cold water on that idea, saying he had firmly stood by his position and will continue to do so as long as he is Prime Minister.
1: I emphasize to President Biden our determination to complete all war objectives and to ensure that Gaza will no longer pose a threat to Israel. That is why I insist that after we achieve complete victory, after we eliminate Hamas, there will be no factor in Gaza that finances terrorism, educator of terrorism or courier of terrorism. Gaza must be demilitarized and under the full security control of the state of Israel. I will not compromise on full Israeli security control over all the territory west of Jordan.
0: Nevertheless, international calls for respect for the two-state solution have continued. Foreign Minister Penny Wong, on her recent trip to the Middle East, reiterated the Albanese government's support for the solution and the legitimate aspirations of the Palestinian people. And UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has condemned Mr. Netanyahu's latest comments on Palestinian statehood. The denial of the right to statehood for the Palestinian people would indefinitely prolong a conflict that has become a major threat to global peace and security, exacerbate polarisation, and embolden extremists everywhere. But Mr. Palmer says ideas for a separate Palestinian state, including a demilitarised one, as was called for by the ultimately unsuccessful Oslo Accords of 1993, now look near impossible.
2: Those, including people from our government, who uh, call for a two-state solution are essentially kicking the can down the road because the uh, uh, a two-state solution uh, in a situation where there are 500,000 settlers in the West Bank is now uh, really out of the question.
0: Penry Buckley, SBS News.